Why is getting started so often the hardest part? No question, the most difficult part of most days for me is the beginning, pulling myself out of bed. Once I'm up, that momentum kind of carries me forward for most of the day. But pulling the sheets back and putting my feet on the floor seems like a monumental task some mornings. It's like that in a lot of what we do. Projects at work, writing that paper, cleaning the house. Getting started is so often the biggest challenge. And when you're in the middle of heartbreak, it's one of the times in life when the most natural state of the body is at rest. Momentum seems unnatural. Getting started is even harder than normal and sometimes feels impossible, even if you actually want to. Is it because we've become lazy as a species in the 21st century where so often hard manual labor is not included in a day's work? It's not. This feeling has been around for at least a couple of millennia. Marcus Aurelius was a Roman emperor from 161 to 180 AD. This, of course, was a time when a day's work was much more challenging than most of our jobs today. Yet even then, humans were still struggling to pull themselves out of bed each morning. Aurelius writes, quote, At dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work as a human being. What do I have to complain of if I'm not going to do what I was born for? The things I was brought into the world to do? Or is this what I was created for? To huddle under the blankets and stay warm? Don't you see the plants, the birds, the ants, and spiders, and bees going about their individual tasks, putting the world in order as best they can? And you're not willing to do your job as a human being? End quote. He sums it up really nicely here. He says, When you have trouble getting out of bed in the morning, remember that your defining characteristic, what defines a human being, is to work with others. Even animals know how to sleep. And it's the characteristic activity that's the more natural one, more innate and more satisfying. Now remember, that was 2,000 years ago. So you can have a pity party if you want, but you're not the first person to feel like this. Not only are you part of a long tradition of hardship and heartache, at this very moment there are millions of others feeling the same way, dealing with those same feelings of pain and rejection, just wanting to crawl under the covers and retreat. Today the internet makes it easy to find communities of like-minded people, those going through the same thing you are. You can even connect with those communities through apps on your phone, so they can be with you all day wherever you go. Do yourself a favor and find one or two of those communities. Look around for some apps on your phone that connect you with others going through depression or heartbreak. You're bound to find some people who feel just like you do, and also some having a much tougher time. That can be a powerful tool for putting things in perspective and helping realize things aren't as bad as they could be. It can also motivate you to push forward, to put your feet on the ground, to get started. So my advice, begin anywhere. Just get moving. It doesn't matter where. Avoid the temptation to retreat. Always move forward, even if it's tiny, small, slow steps. Begin anywhere today. Search out those dealing with heartbreak as well and read their stories. 
Remind yourself that you are not alone, and this is nothing new. Another day is dawning, and the sun comes up. One day you'll look out your window and see the day with hope and promise. But you can't do that from under the sheets. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for a link to the books mentioned in this episode. This podcast is free, but for more to send me a note or support the series, visit heartbreakpodcast.com. I wish you peace. Peace.